Welcome uh, to <laughs> Kind of Funny's Game of Thrones. I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that. It's not as good. I mean, it's okay. It was, it, it was a solid 80% performance, but if we get another take, I, you, yeah. you didn't capture. You need to look it's at the screen the, yeah, first. It's in the face. Yeah. The terror and maybe the... Oh, something oh, came oh. out. Something came out. <laughs> Welcome to Kind of Funny's Game of Thrones. The final season in review. <laughs> Episode two. I am oh Tim Geddes. This is Andy Cortez. That is Kevin Coelho. Over there, we got the keeper of plot, the explainer of scenes, Andrea Renee, and rounding out the group nick scarpino how hey y'all doing good great <laughs> what a time to be alive what an episode what a time cannot wait to get right into this this show happens every monday twitch.tv slash kind of funny games 11 a.m if you want to watch live the day after game of thrones premieres or you can watch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny or on roosterteeth.com or as a podcast just search for kind of funny reviews it's the same podcast feed as we use for the in review series where tomorrow we are rounding out the Mission Impossible franchise. Oh, oh man. man. And then next week, we're doing a spot already. I'm halfway through. Okay. Halfway through. Me too. Little GG fell asleep. So no, you know what no, I mean? No, no, That's what no, happens. No, no, no. Um, Shout out to Patreon producer David Mintel. If you want to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can get this show ad free or write in your thoughts about the show. <laughs> we'll talk about them later. Street magic. David Mintel. Game of Thrones, the final season, episode <laughs> two. <laughs> A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. First aired April 21st, 2019. Directed by David Nutter. Once again, same guy that directed last week's episode. Every time I said his name, makes one eat Nutter Butters. Yeah. Written by Brian Cogman, who has directed or written 10 episodes across all the different seasons. So he's a veteran of this. Runtime of 58 minutes. Andrea. Yes, Tim. You want to hit us with that Was, plot? Let's go. 58. Sorry. This is episode 69, wasn't 69. it? It was 69. episode 69. 69. All right. Giggity. Um, all right. So a lot happened in this episode. A lot of conversations really bringing characters together in interesting ways and some teary-eyed moments as they set up for the Battle of Winterfell, which is now clearly going to start next week, baby. in next week's episode. God. So uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. There are... According to my notes, there were 19 scenes in this week's episode, okay. which is quite a few different scenes. Well, it's one um, of those things where, like, we, when you saw last week's preview, you're like, is, is it going to start at this one? And then about 20 minutes in, I'm like, no, nah, we're good. We're safe. We're they, safe. They told her, it's like, we're going to take this episode. to. It's like fan service in the best way mm-hmm. where it's, like, earned, where we've had seven seasons now fully preparing the characters for this moment. And then you give them this last thing where... Every single character and every single moment we saw here might have been their last. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yes, and at the end of this episode, I would like to do like a quick rundown of characters we think are going to die in the oh, battle, yeah. um, but we'll save that for the end of the episode. So, And I have go- seen some concerns from people of like, don't mention what happens next week. Yeah, um, so that we'll take that feedback to heart, so we will not discuss the next week on portion uh, at the uh, very end of the episode after the credits. Um, but isn't that part of the show? Like, I feel like that's fair... Yeah, some people don't want to watch it because they don't want anything spoiled for the next week. I respect that. I don't know, man. That I feel like that's an easy thing for us to. We have plenty else to yeah, discuss. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Um, I actually don't even remember what happened during me the, neither. That's okay. why I'm like, let's not. Talk was, about I that. think it was super quick, right? And there's really not much that happens there that would be spoilery anyway. So, okay, let's get into it. First scene is between Jamie and Daenerys. So, as we saw at the end of last week's episode, Jamie has arrived at Winterfell. He had the moment with Bran. Um, it was super awkward, and then of course that's where we pick up here is that they're in the Great Hall. He's like with, on trial. Right, they're like, we're about to kill your ass. Well, they're trying to decide whether they're going to kill him. I, I love the, the decision to have it start like that, and not just be him and Brand talking, which I thought they were going to do. I love this because it kind of 
solved ten conversations at once with well, him it, with everybody. It's fast paced. Like they don't have time to have these little conversations. Yeah, said, Let's move them on to this like big trial thing. The things we do for love. Mm. Yeah, so he oh, so he ends moment. he ends the scene with that. And so Danny starts by challenging Tyrion um, and Jamie, saying, you know, your sister has lied. She didn't send the armies that she promised. And Jamie says she's got twenty thousand fresh troops with the Golden Company, yeah. which we discussed in last week's episode. And so Danny now very clearly concerned about not having that not only the fresh men, but then she's like, now I'm still going to have to deal with Cersei after. The the battle with the Night King is done if we're even successful, if we even make it out of that alive. I love how much of a threat and a presence Cersei is without mm-hmm. even being in the episode. Yeah, I know. It's so great. Yeah, absolutely. And then we have this great moment where there's this tension between Tyrion and Jaime and Daenerys and Sansa. Sansa clearly still upset about everything that the Lannisters have done to the Stark family. And Jon Snow just sitting there like, we don't have time for this shit, guys. Yes. <laughs> well, and then Brienne of Tarth stands up and says, I will vouch for Jamie." Tells a story about how he protected her and he lost his arm because of it. Yeah. And clearly, everybody in that room respects Brienne. And I think that's really the impactful moment for her to say, I'm coming forward in front of all of these leaders who are all vying for the throne to say, you should listen to me and this is why. And so she vouches for him. And um, I'm vouch for people, as we learned, that's right, in Goodfellas. If you vouch for someone and they fuck up, they kill you too. That's how it goes. How it goes. I would love to see one of those people try to kill Brienne. No, that's awesome. Uh, Brienne knows like how well respected <laughs> she is. Yeah. yeah. So she knows that her her opinion holds a lot of weight. You know? Absolutely. But it's interesting that she didn't go one step further and bring up the stuff that um, he told her like when they were taking that <laughs> bath that one time where he was like, this is why I ended up killing the Mad King. Because he, he was, was he was crazy. Yeah, yeah, and he was gonna blow up. Yeah, I um, I just don't think that they really wanted to get it. That's like yeah. a not yeah. the time or place. Retreading right? water, you know. I'm sh- I, mean, yeah, I wonder if we'll get that conversation at some point, though. I wonder if we'll get that with like later down the road with if Jamie survives the battle. Yeah, and like, like pulls her aside and, and was like, "This is why I had to do this thing." But I don't know. Maybe we won't. I don't think so. I don't you know don't if that ever will ever that? matter, mm-hmm. especially in light of what happens between Daenerys and John later in the episode. So John, of course, says we need every man we can get. He's right. Why on earth would you put Jamie in a cell when you need him leading people or helping people? He's a good warrior. Um, Why are they not blonde, though? Who? Both, both Tyrion and Jamie Tyr- just aren't Tyrion blonde Tyrion hasn't anymore. been blonde since season one. Uh, it's weird <clears throat> that it's like it's a, like a symbolic thing, but I'm like, but that's just I, you gotta imagine life. Well, Tim, he like dyed his hair. See, going, they um, don't have those summer highlights going. Exactly. It's winter. If you were down in in Southern California, your hair would be a lot more blonde than it is yeah. right now, mm. even more so mm. than it is now. Mm. And it's super mm. blonde now. Yeah. Your hair is not blonde <clears throat> at all. Thank Very you. blonde. I appreciate. Um, you need to get um, on this. But to next point, if you were in the sun all day every day, it would lighten up. It would be blonder. But it's not. It's winter. Winter is here. Winter is. Here. Yeah, I feel like Jamie's kind of been leading to this anyway, where it's been getting darker and darker. I don't think it's a symbolic thing. I think it's like, I think it's Scarlett Johansson and Avengers like, fuck that. I don't want that red hair on me. I don't want to dye my hair anymore. We're this far along. People get it. I don't know. I just think that the hair, the blonde hair of the Lannisters is such a plot point and such a character driven mm-hmm. thing that like they hammer home so much. I mean, literally, that is Season one's big reveal is that, oh shit, Joffrey's obviously not a Lannister because he looks he how Jamie looks now. Yeah. Right. Um, maybe that will come to fruition later on, but uh, for right now, I think it's like a pretty small plot point to be concerned about. Uh, I did make a note here that there's a, a, a key moment between Grey Worm and Jamie where he steps forward and hands him his sword back, and they kind of have like this exchange, cool. this like man to man look where Grey Worm's pretty much like, don't if you try me. anything, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Why don't they just killers. give. 
why don't they just give Jamie a fucking blade in his arm? Right? Oh my God. Arm arm. What are they doing? <laughs> like, they're smart enough. Let me tell you, though, you give me the option blade arm or golden hand. I gotta go but I'm talking hand. about like yeah, battle. Yeah, golden yeah, hand, dude. I'm talking like in battle. They're like, well, you're useless. You can't use your right hand. But like, but, okay, well then, fashion something where I have a fucking dude, multiple well, blades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what they did in Willow. Remember, he had the cool thing where he held he held it, and it was just the blade that came out. Nick's, Nick's argument for why the golden head is he looks at me and goes, dude. <laughs> 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 Do you imagine if I was just like if I had the cup, but just I had it perfectly for the Trenta, the hand just perfectly to hold it like a, like a fucking action figure. Yeah, it's gold is real heavy, so okay. it's a good bunch bludge, okay. into it, you know? Well, I think for a long time he was trying to conceal his disfigurement, right? Yeah. He was the head of the Lannister army. He wanted to keep conveying this image of strength and the easiest way to do this to hide it, which is why he had the glove on the hand. Obviously, word got around over the course of time that he's got this fake hand now, and so I think now so would be a good time hand. to refashion it for okay. a blade. Yeah, or just a suitcase full of all sorts of things, like, oh, I have to comb my hair? Like Inspector Gadget. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. We're Cone not hand. going down that path. Um, so as Andy that said. That shrubbery needs to be trimmed. Bran had this. <laughs> shut up, Nick. Bran had this amazing line. The things we do for love, which of course is a callback to so fucking good. Jamie pushed him out the window. But, no, but important to note, didn't call him out. Right, it was yeah. like he just gave him like a "What's up?" But I'm not Brandon anymore. But well, later we get else. the conversation on yeah. why. Right, and then the scene moves into Danny confronting Tyrion outside of the hall about Cersei and saying like, you know, Slipping. you know, how did you trust her? And he, and he fires back, "You trusted her too." And Tyrion admits that he made a mistake in leading Daenerys down this path. This is now the second big whoopsie that T- Tyrion has done after what happened in Marine mm. um, with the slavers and him making that agreement and her being like, I can't trust you. You're well, supposed to be my hand. I loved, I loved this scene so much because it addressed so many of the concerns I had last episode about like where their storyline was going. I like that they're just addressing things. And they're like moving on. We're siding people together and just like, this is the path we're going. And Tyrion's had such a great arc over the show and I was so worried it was going to get ruined and Nah, man, they're knocking out of the park. But he also made another big mistake when he sent her, um, like, the Yara's boats to go take um, the keep, the where his, his family's home is. The Iron Islands? No, 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 the Lannisters. Oh, you're talking about Castle Castle Rock? Rock? That's it, yeah. And, like, like their, sh- their ships all got destroyed on the way there. So he's been making a lot of big mistakes. Really doesn't seem like he's on top of it. He just got outplayed, uh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but on all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And when he was like, hey, don't go in there with your dragons and kill all these people. She and did, she did it. it and it made it look really strong yeah. and powerful. I'm just thinking, he's not giving the best advice. It's like when you work at Best Buy, Andrea. <laughs> and yeah. the, the, Tell us, Andy. I'll take you back to 2008 Best like. Buy. The recession is hitting, right? Yeah. There's a lot of people bargaining for stuff. They want to, they're bartering. They're like, can I get this computer for Maybe. like 300 bucks off? And you're like, no, that's the sticker price. Fuck off. Right. And they're like, call your manager. And you're like, fuck. And you call your manager and they're like, okay, yeah, go ahead and do it. And then you feel like, fuck, you just kind of like overstepped me. Now I feel like a bitch, dude. That's what it feels like, man. Was Tom Welling that guy? Was it Tom Welling? No. Remember how you thought it was Tom Welling, but it wasn't? It It was was the the guy guy from uh, Supernatural. Yeah. I sold the computer, too. (laughs) That was a cool story, bro. So next scene scene is Gendry in the Smith with Arya. So this is a a really... Interesting scene oh, because yes. obviously Gendry is, you know, the lead blacksmith here. He's making all of the dragon glass weapons. Sexy, um, all sweaty. And yeah, 
there's well, she's clearly like staring some at him sexual like a tension creep for a little while. She knows what she wants. Yeah. But the the crux of the scene is her asking him about fighting the whites and fighting the white walkers. I'm like, what are they like? And her trying to use her skills from her training, um, you know, it, with the many faced god to kind of get some insight as to how she's going to battle them. Because that's really where her strength as a warrior lies. Mm-hmm. It's not like brute strength. She has to outmaneuver her enemies. So she's trying to get as much information as possible, not really getting anything. And then that amazing moment where Gendry is like, you should be down in the crypt where everyone else is going to be. And then she just shows them up by throwing the three right dragon next glass blades and says, I and know that guy out of frame. I'm yeah. like, if I were him, I'd just fucking move. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm not risking <laughs> this. Clearly you guys are talking about some shit that I'm not privy to. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go get a Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. Um, so re- clearly indicating to Gendry like she can handle yeah. herself. And yeah, probably is a better like fighter than line. he is. Yeah. The, uh, I, I know death or whatever. He's got many faces. I look forward to seeing this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was dope. That was a good line. Um, then we transition to Bran up. and Jamie in the Godswood for another awkward scene between these two. <laughs> he's so creepy. He's just weird the entire time. Every scene he's had for the last like three seasons, it's always been like, oh, he's creepy. Yeah, it's He's true. like when that one cousin you know like shows up at, <laughs> Why is at Thanksgiving vacation <laughs> and he's like become a goth kid. Mm. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I gotta deal with this kid. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, depressed? It's like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Andy, just admit that was you. Just admit that was you at those parties. Nah, I was too cool. I was pop okay. punk. Yeah. I will say I shout out to you guys though. I love the little bit you did for KFAF last week. Oh yeah, that was, no, really that was all Andy. That was a nice good one. You guys should watch that. Episode. So Jamie here <laughs> says, "I'm sorry for what I did to you. I'm not that person anymore." And Bran, of course, says, "I'm also not that person anymore." So they <laughs> have like, this weird what? moment. <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> so we're yeah. good. Cool. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> so they. But he but they do have that great part where he's like, "Why didn't you tell him?" And he's like. What the fuck died. is the point? Yeah, they would have killed you, and, you and we, we, we need you, and and that's where this is at. And he's like, so, you know. And then the, he has, I forget what he talks about, but he says something about, like, what do we do after this? And he goes, how do you know there's going to be an after this? Like, basically, we're all going to fucking die yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, You know? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on, Walker, or whatever his name well, was. He can't see it into the future, right? He can only see, like, present stuff that has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think I that it's currently happening and has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I believe so. Um, so we move from that scene into uh, a pretty in- impactful scene with Tyrion walking through Winterfell uh, with Jamie. And so Tyrion and Jamie are discussing Daenerys. And in this, I have a quote here. Um, well, not, not just discussing Daenerys, but discussing Cersei as well. And the thing, uh, one of the important plot points that we get here is that Jamie kind of knew that. Cersei was never going to send the army and Tyrion confronts him about that but then he asks was she lying about the baby too mm. and this is when Jamie says no that part was real whose baby is it is it his it's, it's Jamie, supposedly yeah. Jamie's I'm still on the fence I don't know if she's actually pregnant yeah me too Based because on like how does Jamie know he doesn't know there I were mean, no pee sticks back I then I think it's one of those things where like if she says it he believes her yeah mm-hmm. and I just had a thought right now she has had three of his kids right or- if she has one of his kids what, like they're obviously her kids, but there's also technically her brother. And if she gets killed by that kid, like in the birthing bed, then she would have been killed by her mm. brother. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I don't think we're getting nine months ahead of this thing. Though. I don't know. So I, <laughs> yeah. we'll get to this later. Yeah. But like, I have I have some interesting things that like I wouldn't be shocked if episode four starts and it's a big time, time jump. jump. Yeah. 
Episode, yeah. uh, this the end of this conversation has one of my favorite exchanges where yeah. he's like, "You knew Cersei." Like Tyrion kind of calls out, "She never fooled you." Yeah, like you fucking knew. Yeah, she was a piece Come of on. shit. Like, like, about, yeah. no, first, Jamie goes, "What I appreciated about you was that our sister never fooled you." And Tyrion gives it right back. He goes, mm-hmm. "She never fooled you either." You yeah. fucking knew exactly who she was. Yeah, yeah. he says, "You, you always knew exactly that, that she was." And then you, you see it his eyes anyway. like, well, "Yeah, because it's hot. It's hot. The ones that are crazy are always hot." What? No, no, no. Hey, don't knock, don't knock it, Andrew. <laughs> it's You're always Come hot. On, man. Um, okay, well, we'll just have to agree to disagree. This is a good exchange between these two brothers. I think they're kind of coming to an agreement about what's going to happen with you know Cersei afterwards and how they both are maybe putting their allegiance to her aside <clears> because she clearly is trying to murder both of them. As but we this, this is not the scene episode. where they have that great part where they're like, I wish, where he's like, I wish father was here. No, that's like, later. Why? Yeah. Yeah. later. Yeah. Um, so then the tr- scene transitions into uh, Jamie and Brienne uh, because clearly Brienne just vouched for him in front of all those people. And so they have this moment back and forth where he's like, you know, where they're kind of like in the preparation area where people are training and they're watching Podrick spar with somebody. Yeah, it's really he's, doing well. He's yeah. like, oh, he's come a long way. And Coaching. She, of course, <laughs> being like, he's still got a long yeah. way to go or whatever. Great. Um, and then they have this moment where he's like, well, where are you going to be during the fight? And she's like, well, I'm manning the, the left side of the battlements. Like the left and flank, yeah. She's like, I think we have good position here. And this it's good this. ground. And that's when he oh, says, I'd be honored to serve under your command, Hell which is yeah. huge. Let's fucking go. So yeah, you, I mean, you get that exchange where she's like, why aren't you making fun of me? Why aren't you belittling me yeah. or whatever? And he's like, what? Do you want me to? She's like, no. And he's like, good. And then he kind of like pours his heart out of yeah. like, yeah, he look, gets, I respect the <clears throat> fuck out of you. I Just let me kind of. But he also recognizes where he's at, right? Because he's like, I'm not the fighter I used to be. Unless I get a blade hand. Unless I get. <laughs> <laughs> or. Shrubber oh, over the shears. Yeah. <laughs> get, the get on it. <laughs> right. Cut man. Cut man. Dragon, <laughs> dragon glass blades. Yeah. Um, I did make a note here that they leave it ambiguous. So she never fully accepts him in that moment. She never says yes. You can come and fight with me. Mm. Um, they just leave it open ended. So, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, all right. So the next scene. Is Jorah and Daenerys and God? There's so many amazing so many scenes. Moments. Yeah, and Andrea, is this not like the mission or the the night before the suicide mission in Mass Effect Two? Yes, where you're just getting all the great character moments. This yes. is what reminded me of. Yeah. I saw an amazing analogy. tweet that was like. Uh, this is it. This is your final point. Make sure you do all the side quests and save your game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no going back from That's here. So yeah. true. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so this is where Jorah and Daenerys, um, where she's talking about Tyrion and how she regrets not being able to name Jorah as her hand, but that she didn't know if Jorah was even going to come back, if he was going to be alive. And so she really had no choice to name Tyrion as her hand. And this is where Jorah's like, you know what? This guy wouldn't shut up, and I really hated him for a long time. But he's, you made the right call. He's, he I like this. He has a great line of like, God, it was so hard to not just toss him off. The, <laughs> like, so, the visual is so funny. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was not expecting this. Yeah, I, I did expect some some more tension to be added to like, oh God, here we're going to have, we're going to have more characters kind of, you know, fighting against yeah. each other going into this big battle. But it was a good moment. And it's like, you, she already trusts Jorah and she just sort of had that trust kind of, 
I don't know, regained through Tyrion through this. I, I really enjoy this scene. Yeah. I thought it fascinating how there were several references throughout this episode to Tyrion's intellect and how he's smarter than everybody and how he needs to be preserved because he's smart. And I wonder how that's going to figure into the next two episodes over the Battle of Winterfell and mm. what his role is, knowing that he was crucial in the Battle of the Blackwater and that he almost single-handedly saved King's Landing from destruction yeah. and what his role is going to be among Daenerys's like generals in the I war. hope it's a swerve and he goes out there Two blade hands, fucking, <laughs> fucking people up. If this, epi- if this episode were called by what happened the most, it would be Tyrion smart and the crypt is super safe. Because yeah. Jesus, <laughs> they shove that, that shit. Script, they shove yeah. that shit down your. Oh, throat. I love that yeah. scene though. I don't, I don't, did we skip over that scene? No, with no, we're girl? not there yet. <clears throat> that was a great scene. Um, um, so, sorry, go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. I was just gonna say that, like, while. Yeah, Tyrion did a great job with Blackwater. They would have lost Blackwater if it wasn't for the Lannisters coming in at the last second. You mean Tywin bringing in yes. the, right. the, the, the the High Garden yeah, army high garden with the Tyrells? Army, yeah. yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, they yeah. wouldn't have been able to hold it for sure, right. but like they would have been overrun immediately mm-hmm. if Tyrion hadn't, hadn't used the wildfire to, to decimate yeah. the fleet, right? Um, all right, so this scene transitions with Daenerys walking into the private quarters with Sansa. She's there talking to um, the guy from the Vale, whose name I always forget. Um, one of Wait, the, who, who is that oh. guy? He's, he's one of the John Aaron's like second like in command. Gotcha. Okay, because he yeah. was a guy well, last week that I was uncle. trying to figure out because I thought he was the Umber dude. No, no, the no. no. Um, he's he he leads the Knights of the Vale. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Um, he was the guy who came in with the army during the Battle of the Battle Bastards. Of Bastards. And Which I love that they called it the Battle of the Bastards yeah. by name. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's yeah. rad. Um, so this is I starred this because it's my favorite scene of the episode between Daenerys and Sansa where they're having this like woman in power mm. moment where they're <laughs> both friends. both posturing to kind of see who's really in charge here but and also just having a moment that dick of connection. out trying to see who can get it farther across the table man I yeah. loved this entire scene. scene and my favorite line of the whole thing was like like oh I had love before how how was he much taller. Yeah, I love that line. I, I hated so that good. line. I was like, ah, dude, he's not even that short. <laughs> no, but, was, but, but before that, I, lo- I, I like what the scene is, right? Where Sansa's like, listen, straight up. I, John left, and he was the king of the north. And when he came back, he came back married and bent a knee to you. So I'm worried that you're going to manipulate him. And she goes. Men are easily I, manipulated, she, she Men says. are easily manipulated by women. And, and then Daenerys turns it around and goes. Uh, I should be taking King's Landing right now. Instead, I'm in the North fighting his war. Who manipulated whom in this? Really yeah. good thing, you know. And it's like it's actually kind of it is interesting because you you have to ask that question. Like he convinced her to come do this thing, so great, and it's mm-hmm. his war, and he's kind of leading the effort, right? Yeah. So like. It's it's that tension being built between the two, and then of course that comes in the culmination at the end of this, which maybe he should have saved that for after the war, mm-hmm. like telling mm-hmm. her because he might not. But live. he's he's so noble, he can't ever. Like, yeah, but guess let what? The, yeah. Slip. That, yeah. It worked out real well for Ned. Yeah, right? exactly. Well, we're not, we're not quite there yet. I yeah. think the key moment in this scene is where it ends, where Sansa yes. says, "We said after? we would never bow to anybody again. What happens to the North?" If we win, if we rule this, and oh, she pulls her Daenerys saying, away. "I'm taking the Iron Throne," and Sansa saying, "But what about the North?" Yeah. And then she pulls her hand away and leaves it like unspoken as to what happens to the uh, North. Yeah. So clearly, uh, more we all know what's you know, we all know her intentions. The North's going to bend the knee. Like she's going to take the, the throne, and the North's just going to fall in line. Well, she called John the Warden of the North <laughs> yeah. in the opening scene with Jamie in front of the console. So yeah. I think that yeah. that's important that, to know. That's already happened. Like right. at this point. The North now fights for Daenerys. But yeah, I do think yeah. the following scene does show 
maybe Danny's thinking other things because she does see Theon come back and he says, I'm here to defend Winterfell. I want to fight for Winterfell again. Her, Theon and Sansa have that big embrace and they kind of zoom in on Danny and she's sitting there like, fuck, maybe I should rethink what I'm trying to do here because clearly there's, this is like bigger than me at this moment. You know? Absolutely. I mean, she should just be like, I'm going to marry, uh, what's his face? Like they have a happy relationship <laughs> and just like, all right, We'll be king and queen. Yeah, yeah, king and queen, and Sansa's going to be the warden of the north. Great. Done. Solution. Why are we making this such a big issue? I don't don't understand it. I'm like, he comes, we're both king and queen, that's it. We co-rule, and then... Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, he's already expressed multiple times that he doesn't want to rule. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's down to just be, you know, a kept king. <laughs> Hot. Let's do it. Yeah, he's like the first yeah. gentleman of Westeros. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, Nick, a moment ago, you kind of said that they were married. They're, just to be clear, they're not married. You know that, right? Oh, you know, I didn't know that. Okay. I, well, I knew they're together, but I didn't know if it yeah. was like a No, no, they're just they're banging. Yeah. yeah. They're banging about. That's it. Uh, at least for now. While the dragons watch. I, I wanted to just for a second kind of dissect this moment that Andy brought up between Sansa and Theon and how Theon comes back. So Daenerys sees him alive, knows that he's been successful in rescuing Yara, that Yara's now back at the Iron Islands trying to retake them in the name of Daenerys as queen of the Seven Kingdoms, which I think is important to remember that they pledge their allegiance to her. And I was just a little puzzled by why there was such an emotional moment because... Sansa and Theon, while he clearly rescued her and saved her from from Ramsay, like they were still like there was still tension between them when all of that ended. So I, I was just a little confused why they were like suddenly like besties. Well, I think it's Game of Thrones plot device of we're in the final season, we got to speed this up because it really to me showed. Oh, you came back. You know what? You're our. Good but not guy. only did he come back, but he said, "I want to fight for Winterfell." Yeah, like, I, I pledged yeah. my like I, I took this castle. I want to. I, I want to fight for it now. I do. Like, I want to make up that ground. <clears throat> I think the last time that she saw him, like not only was she was saved by him, and she thought that oh maybe he's maybe Reek is gone, right? And then she, he still kept showing things about himself that he is not Theon anymore, you know. And so I think I think she was just worried that he is lost forever. And I think seeing this sort of solidifies that Theon is back. That he's actually back. This is he's no longer. Bitch boy reek, you know what I mean? Right. I, I think that this is the ultimate redemption for him, whereas last time he was sent to go see his family, he came back and betrayed everyone. Now he's choosing to leave his family, come back, and be like, I'm here to fight. That being said, I feel like it's bullshit. Like, dude, <laughs> last time you were here, everyone that was in this castle died because of you. Well, and the Boltons. But, like, it's... Just because no one is left alive to be like, hey, dude, he's a bitch. They're like, no, Fuck real, real talk? Yeah. Fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Brandon's been real cool about it because he's the only one that really has the context of everything. Yeah. No, he's definitely going to die in the Battle of Winterfell. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We'll get to that in just a second. So the next scene is a really fun one. Um, this is between Ser Davos and Gilly. They are with a bunch of the townspeople that have been rounded up and have been gathering at Winterfell. They're trying to prepare these people for this giant battle that's coming. People being scared. You know, the, they have this kind of assembly line where Davos is feeding people and telling them to go to the armory and get their weapons and them being like, but I'm not a fighter. I don't want to fight. And it's he's like, like it doesn't matter, dude. Yeah. The fight's coming here. Yeah. Everybody's got to fight um, and this adorable little girl comes up to get her bowl of food and she's got this burn scar on her face that is very reminiscent of um, Shireen Shireen they yeah. played her theme song too did they which yeah. I really love like just notes of it behind I'm like fuck this is great you're so good at that yeah. and so of course it tugs on Davos's heartstrings knowing that Shireen is dead and um, she says I want to fight 
And Gilly very expertly, you know, convinces her that the best place for her to go is to defend Gilly and her baby, little Sam, in the crypt. And Shout out to little Sam. Tell you what's going on. That, so that kid ends up stabbing a White Walker. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, like yeah. They come in the crypt. She's like, I got this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is she? Yeah. So My, she says, I'll defend the crypt. And it was a really sweet moment. It was great. Okay. My favorite tweet of the night was from T-Pain. Who said? What the fuck? <laughs> who said? Like <laughs> the fact that nobody's dipping that bread in that soup is bothering the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I even take a piece of bread. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell, dude? You got a carbo load before the fight. Yeah, you really do. You got a carbo. Oh so good. That's so hilarious. That scene then transitions into the scene with the reuniting of John with his brothers of the Night's Watch. So now we've get we've got Barrack, John, and Tormund that are all back together. Clearly, we've now discovered that they've made it back from the last hearth. They've told him what happened with the Umbers and how they're all fighting for the Night King now. Great. As Barrack says it, nothing brings a smile to my face like seeing Tormund. Like him just walking up so and saying, my little crow. Like, I just love his I love him interrupting yeah. that yeah. kind of moment of the, the Nice, pointed, the watch. serious moment and yeah. just being like, oh, he like, interrupts him. the tackle hug. I love yeah. him so much. That guy's great. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's then, of course, the question, dies. the big woman's still here. Yeah. <laughs> that grin and the close-up. I saw so it. many gifts of that going across Twitter last night. I love it. Um, and it kind of pivots into this little mini montage of people preparing for war, um, still training with John doing this VO line of our enemy doesn't tire, it doesn't stop, it doesn't feel. Trying to really impress upon people, this isn't like a regular fight. This is a battle that nobody here is prepared for, and we have to do like everything humanly possible to survive. I really like this, like the couple of episodes we've gotten preparing for this battle because, like, we've seen some really big battles before, but I feel like this is the first time we really see them like making the weapons and the way that they're handling it all. It feels like they're preparing in a way that we haven't seen. Like well, we've yes. seen, we've seen a lot of strategy. We've seen a lot of like the big chess table looking world mm -hmm. maps on the thing, yeah. but like this is the first time it's like we're in this shit. And it's really cool. It's also interesting to see like the weapons slightly different with all the dragon glass just stuck on the pikes that are normally, you know, don't have that on there. Yeah. Well, also, I just I, want I, them I, to, I, going oh, back to that one scene like where where uh, uh, whoever the blacksmith kid is Gendry uh, Gendry whoever. where she's like this doesn't look very strong and he's like it's strong enough and he throws it into the wood and like slams right yeah. in. We're like oh okay, dragon's glass is actually pretty pretty durable. At that point, is that when she got the spear, or was that later? It's later. Later. Okay. We, is this the she scene? got the spear twice. Well, in order <laughs> we, need to talk, we need to talk about that scene a little bit. But is this the scene where they're they're sitting around the table and they're trying to figure out the strategy? No, this is the scene that right now that we're going into the council I just, scene. I just really want them. Awesome scene. Before we get into this, I just really want them to create a weapon that's just like a big log. With dragon glass, that they just roll, roll and it's just it, like, yeah. like I just that's want a bad idea. Like a mass thing they that's put sort it on of, an elephant, have the elephant. I love go. seeing the dragon glass though on the little like the like yeah. castle pillars or whatever. Yeah. Oh really yeah, 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 really cool. They like dug it in like like uh, like a stegosaurus. Um, I, I also want to shout out to whoever. Like a it really was like yeah, a stegosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking about the little spikes you put to get the burbs to stop from sitting on the edges. Yeah. But yeah, it's stegosaurus. That's stegosaurus. Same thing. I want to give a shout out to whoever Winterfeld's Andy is that drew the map and like made it all pretty and nice. 
Because there's got to be someone out there that like, You're right. like we need a I map. Draw. Can you, is Andy here? Is Andy editing something? Right? Can you get Andy to edit the map? The map? There's Win definitely the map. someone who had the little blocks and was like, I'm going to do a, dra- a dragon. It's like, you know, for Daenerys. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. This was a great scene, but before we get to it, let me tell you that this episode is brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of all the kind of funny morning shows a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at morningshow.robinhood.com. That's morningshow.robinhood.com. And also, shout out to HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Talking uh, home-cooked meals made simple. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes. They do all the meal planning, shopping, and prepping so you can focus on a healthier you and a happier family. Gia has done both of those things. She's trying to make me healthier. feel like it's kind of working. Am I happier? Definitely. Uh, there's a whole bunch of things she's been making, including a roasted pork tenderloin that was fantastic. Had that a couple nights ago. Um Let's see, you can go to HelloFresh.com and, okay, <laughs> this is not good. Give me one second, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to need to. Uh, let me just say I'm very interested in this. Well, here's what. I gave Kevin the look of like, yeah, whoa. I, know, I, saw I didn't it. know we were. Well, and I, I was like, damn, Tim was like, am I happier? And I'm like, this could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah, puts a lot of pressure on him, but Tim, he rises to the occasion. I don't know either way. I'm, oh, what I'm worried awesome. about, I'm, really I'm very interested this. in this product, but I'm also worried that if somebody, like, I, I'm not very good at cooking, can I do this? Oh, definitely. Yeah, dude. That's the thing. Your- Even I was looking at the uh, the directions and instructions. I'm like, oh, I could do this. They make this very simple for you. They put it in little bags. They send you the bags all separate. It's everything that you need. Mm. And it's just, you're ready to cook. The reason that I, I panicked and freaked out is I didn't have the URL for some reason. It was just like HelloFresh.com slash blank. And I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, so for $80 URL? off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash morning80 and enter morning80. So that's H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H.com slash M-O-R-N-I-N-G-8-0. Wow. Morning it will blow. also be in the description. It will be in the description. Go check that out. I'm going to clean this up. I apologize for all of that. But HelloFresh.com slash morning. Barrett can vouch that I've used maybe one dish in the last two years. Yeah. HelloFresh <laughs> might be for you, man. This is the way to do it. You can try it out. Hey. Go to, the, go to hey. HelloFresh.com slash morning 80, Andy. Good. Good. Andrea, back to the plot. All right. So continuing, we are now at a pivotal console scene where the artwork that... Uh, Nick was mentioning, uh, they're all gathered around this table talking about the strategy and how they're going to approach this fight. This is like a really a who's who of what's happening in Winterfell all around this table, right? There's a ton of people. So, a bunch of celebrities are here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bran is leading the discussion because he's the only one that really has any insight into the Night King and what the Night King's plan is. So they, of course, immediately say, 
Bran's going to be in the crypt. And he says, no, that's a terrible place for me to be. He's going to come for me. Shows them the mark on his arm that the Night King placed there and says he always knows where I'm at. I should be out in the open so we can draw him out. So scary. Because John John comes in and says, listen, I fought the White Walkers. They're just going to keep coming. And the more people we kill, the more they'll just be raised from the dead again. He's like, we need to go for the head of the snake, right? He he thinks that the only way that they're going to be able to defeat the army of the dead is by taking out the Night King. So I think this is a pretty good strategy, and like it's really the only strategy that they've. It's got. just like a vampire, you know. You right. got a lead vampire. All the other vampires that stop being vampires. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's great. It. So um, Theon volunteers the Ironborn to stay with Bran. He says, "I took this castle from you." Now, now I want to help give it back and I will protect you with my life. So this is why I, I absolutely think Theon's going to yeah. die oh, in yeah. the battle. Definitely. But, 100% um, but, but that's a great get high moment though. Because yeah. it's yeah. like, because real talk, for as a, a watcher of this, just as the audience, fuck Theon, he's an asshole. Yep. Having him do this, I'm like, all right, you know what? Redemption, I man. do like you. I don't know about redemption, but like it makes things a little bit more right. Yeah. So they're talking about wh- whose role is going to be where and then this is when Daenerys tells Tyrion that she needs him in the crypt. Because she needs his intellect, again, talking about how smart he is and how she can't risk him. She's like, listen, you're not the strongest guy here. We don't need to, like, beat you over the head with that idea. You know this. But you're clearly the smartest person here. So we need you to be alive. And so she commands him to go into the crypt with everybody else to be safe. That's got to be reassuring for Tyrion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Y- you could tell. He, I mean, he has that moment where they're both walking and he's like, uh... I forgot what he tells the uh, Varys and he's like, "You guys are gonna be wearing this soon." Yeah, yeah he's yeah. pretty soon. One of y'all will be having this. Be so, like, because I'm getting fired, he's got to be worried, right? That he's on a chopping block. But this sort of like is some reassurance that like, oh shit, she does need Care. me. She does realize. Yeah. Good. Also, the last two battles that he was in, he was front line on both of them. Right. Uh, one was the Blackwater, and then the other one was the one with he, he the battle the, at Harg Har- 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 Garden where they brought the dragon in and stole the. The money or whatever. No, I'm sorry. I meant like because he wasn't battling in that one. It was earlier when um, the Lannisters. Where Tywin was still get, there. Yeah. Where, didn't he get knocked out in that one? Yeah, he got knocked out immediately. But he was still front lines. Yeah, like, because his dad wanted to kill him. Yeah, right? exactly. Go, like, Tywin you was, go that fight. was on. Was that on at the at the twins or in the Riverlands? I think it was in the Riverlands. I don't know exactly. It's I can't recall. That's where he was leading the mountain men. Right? <laughs> yes, the mountain men. Yeah. And he was at the vanguard, and Tywin's like, "I'm going to put you at the vanguard." Yeah. And he's and like, "Are you going to just? Why don't you just kill me here?" Yeah. So it is interesting that like now, like someone is not putting him in a position where he's going to die, and right. and it's it's cool. Um, is he going to die now? Don't know. <laughs> we also don't know. We haven't seen the dragons in this episode. No surprise there. They're we expensive. saw the wolf. Yeah. <laughs> we did um, see ghosts, though. Yeah, yeah. I, have that, I have that coming up in, in, in a few scenes from now. Um, but what was interesting is that they're talking about how the dragons are going to be a boon to their efforts. Clearly, they're like, well, we have these two dragons. They don't know yet that what this... You know, undead dragons going to what kind of a challenge it's going mm. to present. We know that it exists, right? Brand said yeah. that in the opening sequence of the last episode. But we have two, they still have one, and hopefully the dragon fire will, will kill him. And that's when they ask Bran, like, d- d- it'll kill him, right? And he's like, no one's, no one's ever, ever tried. tried. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> that's why he's still around. Yeah. So people clear out of that council room, seemingly having their plan together. And this is when Bran and Tyrion have a moment where they're both like, You've had a weird trip. Yeah, you have too. You want to talk about it? Oh and he like God. pulls up a chair. They handled this so well with not showing what they talked mm-hmm. about because that leaves so many potential openings of like, what does Tyrion know now that like no one yeah. else knows that he could reveal later? So cool. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And he's like, is we don't have time. He's like, yeah. That, that if, he could be revealing later? I mean, the entire timeline that we've ever seen, like, when you think about what does, has Bran learned and told people, literally the identity of Jon Snow. Right, like, right. Going that, back to me, is the that. most key piece yeah. of information that Bran could tell. Um, could tell Tyrion because he's the one who's going to be probably the most affected by that if Daenerys has some kind of conflict about what to do about taking the Iron Throne from Jon, mm. right? As her hand, he absolutely needs to know that piece of information. Um, so the next scene is such a sweet one and so sad at the same time. So this is Missande and Grey Worm having like a moment together. Passionate moment. Um, God. And looking, um, there was a, a, at the very beginning of the scene, there's these two children from Winterfell and Miss Andy's trying to help them and they get scared of her and they run away and she looks at Grey Worm and, is, and they kind of have this moment of like, we're outsiders here. We don't belong here. People don't want us here. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to go afterwards? Do you want to spend the rest of your days in this place? Um, in my mind, I'm thinking, you wouldn't be there. You'd be in King's Landing. But yeah. then they have this <laughs> moment of her real. saying, I want to go back to Narth, to the island that I'm from, and see the beaches again. And him mm-hmm. saying, I'll take you there. And that's when I was like, they're both dying in this battle. Oh, they're dead. They're dead <laughs> as fucking doornails. But, the, but he has that great line where she's like, well, you know, we're not a warring people. We can't defend ourselves. And he's like, we're warring people. We'll defend you. Hell yeah. Like, I'll it, take all my boys down. We'll go. Yeah. yeah. In the books, we're, we're those islands have, like, poisonous butterflies, right? That, like... That if you go there, they would kill you if you weren't like born there. Cool. Well, you don't so have like the immune. toxicity or whatever yeah. in your bloodstream. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember actually. So, like, yeah, that's not <laughs> gonna happen. That's gonna be some sad shit next. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah. Next episode. Um, I don't know about both of them, but definitely. Great. Yeah, that's a fucking well, well, I think. Yeah, I think Masandi doesn't stand a, cho- a chan- chance either. Well, I don't right? think she's gonna be out. She you think she'll I be in the crypt? Imagine she'd be in the crypt. You gotta imagine at some point they're getting into that crypt though. That crypt's fucked. That crypt is fucked. That's a that's a kill box right there. Like that, yeah, I'm worried dude, about I, it. I, like, I don't want to be in a crypt. That's a fucking kill box. There's one way in, one way out. Fuck that. Anytime I watch a movie with Gia's dad or anything, he always goes, a gun in the first act goes off in the third. And the amount of times they said the crypts are safe, they're not they're safe. Not safe. <laughs> they're not safe. Well, yeah, if like someone dies down there, if they take someone who's like wounded and they die, and then the, the Night King revives them again. In the crypt. Yeah, and walking like, down that over again. Real bad, real bad. Walking Dead. They just need to. Oh, Makes me nervous. You know what they need to do? Like uh, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, when he breaks the the light bulb, puts it on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jack, and glass. <laughs> Jack and glass. Jack and glass. Jack and glass. All over the floor. That'd be dude. a smart thing because then they step on it, they disintegrate. It, immediately, yeah. But that doesn't dead. work for the whites, like the zombies. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. No. Yeah, it does. Dragon I mean, they don't they yeah. don't disintegrate, but yeah. they, die. they die. Well, yeah, yeah, but like I think that's just the same as any other blade. Yeah, you step on the toe, though. Die. <laughs> <laughs> Stump toes are the worst. I think the one thing that's good Can't about the, the, the small ah. entrance and exit to the crypt, mm-hmm. even though it's clearly not fire code safety, um, that is that they it's a funnel point, right? Yeah. So they yeah, if they yeah. have a couple key people with the right weapons, they could, you know, hopefully defend it for yeah. at least long enough to. Dude, that thing is that is lunch, and there's lions outside. That is yeah. that place is a fucking death zone. I'm not going. There, in there. are theories that there is like an escape route inside the. You would think they'd probably make yeah. that figure that out, right? Because the yeah. crypt but would like, probably serve as like a, you know, like like a little bit of an escape route. But. The the thing that's worrying is like we haven't had any hints to that at all right. in the story. So Correct. it's like that is one of those things. Like Bran could be like last minute, but like that just seems just like fucking a high rolling it through the. Well, crypts. because if you. <laughs> Down. But if you notice, telling but, people like, "Hey, this is a way out." But, but if you notice, they had all when they, when they showed the map, they had all of the action happening in the front of Winterfell and nothing behind it. So maybe they maybe they do have a plan to get out 
if they have to. Don't sell. You gotta imagine the army's gonna immediately surround. I mean, if you were it's, smart, you would. Yeah. Because they out, they out what? They have like, it's like one to five. It's like 100,000 to... To like 20,000, nothing, not even. Maybe a bit more, like 30,000. Yeah. So they're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, oh, pretty, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Granted, now the, the, big, the, the big reveal, Ghost is back in the, the scene yeah, between Samuel, John, and Eddie. The Night's Watch. Also, like, then, yeah. just randomly shows up in the side of the screen. Right, I didn't even see him. What? Did they not... This is the big wolf? Yeah, yeah, the I didn't dire even wolf. Fucking see him. It was when they were, they were standing like, and it, the scene. I loved this fucking scene because yeah. it's mimicking them doing the watch on the wall, on the but wall. they're doing the watch on. Right, and even saying that they're like, "Our watch has started" or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so so dope. But yeah, Ghost is just next to him chilling. So they're just having like this out. moment about like um, guarding the realms of men, and you know, our watch has begun. Like the callback to their brotherhood that they right. developed when John was, you know, the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, and it was a really touching moment and I really liked that they had this and it's crazy to think that you know Eddie kind of points out like it's just it's just us now yeah like there's literally nobody left yeah. because the Pip. army of the dead has rolled <laughs> oh, over Pip the wall so and like there's nobody everyone. left at Castle Black and like that's it I this just got a really Im- I just got a really important tweet from AJ Licata who sent me a 20 minute making of that HBO posted for episode 2 like the making of episode 2 or whatever on their YouTube channel and at the six minute thirty two second mark, there are fucking rolling logs of <laughs> dragon glass yeah? that, okay. are, that are on the wall. So it looks like they're oh. showing like different things, like different weapons and how Gendry's Ready making all these drop things. Some stuff on yeah, the side. So we're we're fucking right. yeah. Holy shit, Eddie! Does this mean we're getting blade head? Oh my god! Oh. Oh. Wow. Andy, are you really wrong? Like, oh my god! You, know brand? Like, you just know what's up. <laughs> How cool would it be if it starts and it's a tight shot of Blade Hand getting at it? <laughs> it's like, let's do this. 80s montage. Exactly. So, transitioning from that scene into one of the best scenes also in this episode, an episode full of fantastic Just the be- scenes. Full of best scenes. <laughs> All the best scenes. Um, Around the fireplace, we've got Tyrion and Jamie um, starting out in the room by themselves, having this conversation. I wish Father were here to yeah. see us like, about right. to die for the Starks in Winterfell. Yeah, Wouldn't he have a laugh? Sons, yeah. and, and then them having like this moment, brother to brother, and Jamie talking about how my Golden Lion days are done, and really chalking up his transition from this formidable soldier that he used to be to something much less than and how his desire for conquest and building the Lannister name is just gone and he doesn't care anymore about any of that. I think like survival is clearly his modus operandi now. And then we have Podrick and Brienne walk in saying, sorry, we didn't need to interrupt. We're just looking for a warm place. And then they pull up the chairs. Um, and then they, of course, Tyrion wants to get everybody drunk and, and Brienne being the responsible great. one's like, yo, the battle could start at literally any moment. Half Don't get wasted. He goes to have a glass um, and then he pours the fucking thing yeah. Yeah. It's such a nice callback remembering Podrick and Tyrion and oh, where yeah. Pod came from, right? Mm-hmm. And how he became into Brienne's service. But they have that look of like where he hands it to him. He's like, well, you know, where he's like, yeah, I'm gonna drink the fuck of that shit. Like, we're party boys back in the day. Well, also, like, they, they're. They're facing imminent death. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want to have a little bit of a buzz a knowing courage, that you yeah. might fucking <laughs> die in a few hours? I for sure um, would. And yeah, so Tyrion has this line about contemplating imminent death, which I thought was really funny. And then, of course, you've got Sir Davos and Tormund who make their way into the room. And then that fantastic Giant's Bane oh my story. God. Jesus Christ. 
What a so good. Like, so out it of was like nowhere. a Nick Scarpino. Why are you being so graphic right now, Mo? Yeah. And then yeah, he just chugged exactly his beer. <laughs> they call, so they call I hear they call you King Killer, and then he's like, Well, they call me Giant Spain. Yeah, Do you want to yeah. know why? And then I'm he sure goes into this whole story. But I like that he got it wrong. Like it's King, not King yeah, Killer, it's King Slayer. Yeah. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, they yeah. call you King Killer, and like, he's like, I don't care. He's like, maybe somebody did. Yeah, I'm sure someone did somewhere. Also, the like. Uh, do you want something to drink? He's like, I brought my own. Such a cool Greg. Like, no, nah, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's his face? Um, at the end of that conversation, saying, I think I'll have that drink now. Yeah. Um, so Davos. Yeah, Davos. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. That's a great little, great little witty line. Is, is Davos gonna be out there fighting? Oh, absolutely. Oh, man, that seems like He's such been a, in so yeah, many yeah, battles. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So I thought it was a really nice moment where Tyrion is trying to pump everybody up saying, you survived this crazy battle and you survived this crazy battle and look at us all still here alive. You know, yeah, I think we're going to win. With the, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Really funny I moment. Think, I think in a later part, because we revisit this same group, um, he, I have a quote here that says, I think we might live. Um, but before we get to that moment, oh, um, yeah. we cut away to the hound on the top of the wall of Winterfell, drinking by himself. And then Arya comes over and sits next to him. And she's like, dude, why are you here? Like, what the hell are you even doing here? Like, why am I seeing you? Like, I don't understand. And he's like, who are you fighting for, essentially? And he said, I fought for you, didn't I? And they have this kind of like game respect game moment so good. Uh, kind of continuing the moment that they had in the first episode of this season but I feel like also there's there there am I crazy or is there a little bit of like fatherly oh, here of course, absolutely. Absolutely. right where like we do get that line where she's like you never fight for anyone and he's like well I fought for you like yeah, yeah that, on, you know yeah. like that's as best as best as I could say that I that I care about you that's that's all I'm gonna that's all you're gonna get out of me I do really wish that scene had ended with him giving the um the wine bag to um what the the dude that keeps coming Barrick fire sword Barrick yeah and Barrick drinking and being like oh water as a good throwback to how much has changed with um the scene we have earlier in Blackwater where he drinks and he's like water bring me wine oh, yeah, yeah. but we didn't oh, so right. whatever yeah well so Barrick comes in and says you know the Lord of Light has brought us together and I think the Lord of Light really is somebody that has a role to play here, you know, thinking about the the magic of the Lord of Light and how it's figured into the entire series up until this point. It's something that we haven't really talked about and we haven't really like had any insights into from the characters. The last we heard from Melisandre, right, was she left at the end of last season saying to Varys, I will be back to die in mm-hmm. this land just like you. Because yeah. she had left to go to Volantis and clearly intending to come back when she's going to make her appearance, I think, is going to be hopefully splashy and that she brings lots of fire sword people to come and help. Everybody's <laughs> got shit. fire swords. That'd be dope. Um, then Blade the... hands is fire swords. <laughs> <laughs> Blade hands. I love it. <laughs> and then the double spear scene happens. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it does. does. Arya and Kendry. So she's been giving him the sexy eyes. Well, but before she's on, she's on the thing and she's like, you know what? I'm not I'm, spending my last fucking night with you old assholes. You Screw too. this. I'm out of here. I'm out of this I shit. I'm like, oh, I know deep. where she's going. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, let's put it this way. It's cold up on there, but it's warm by the fire. <laughs> God, I hate Nick. I hate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew it. I was like, is she going to fucking get it all right? Oh, yeah. I love how quick it happened, too. I know, dude. And so I lo- no I, time to waste. I'm happy that they that they banged because I was not 
feeling the how many women have you slept with I, I wasn't feeling that I was like ah you're sort of faking this thing like I, I don't like where this conversation's going mm-hmm. it's kind of but then then fucking it's like okay good you actually did it you didn't just like have her be this jealous girl like yeah. I, I didn't uh, see, like I didn't that get jealous out of that no, I got like I want to know if you know if you got the fucking goods brother because no, this might be my so. one and only time forgetting this is a young <clears throat> woman who's probably never slept with anybody yeah. maybe mm-hmm. never even taking her clothes off with another man before she's masking incredible insecurity amongst all of this right she's kind of discovering who she is as a woman discovering what her sexuality is and so like any young lover you want to like you're insecure and so you want to know like how many guys have you been with like am I going to yeah. be good enough for you like are you even going to want me or, or or do you think I'm too much of a tomboy or what have you that's what I read out of that I situation that as a woman oh I got like jealousy out of it I don't know oh, oh I guess we well, all got course. something different yeah. like, I got confidence part. of like I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm too, just yeah. asking you these questions because I want to make sure I'm we're doing Biden time yeah. here, buddy. I'm yeah. just getting you comfortable with this situation. She also, she also <laughs> asks about the, is, is this scene she asks about the red woman, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, she like did these horrible things to me. And then, but she kind of makes a joke out hot. of it. Like, yeah. come on, dude. Come on, bro. Like, and then, and then we get the great moment that callback in the scene to the end where she's like, I'm not the red woman. Like, you got to take your own fucking pants yeah. off. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Mary? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when does she get the Darth Maul spear? It's in the right beginning the of that, that scene. In that yeah. scene. So the scene's so cool. Yeah, the scene starts with Gendry approaching her with the weapon and her looking at the weapon. A lot bigger than I thought it was going to be based on the drawing. Yeah, Wait, That's which, what she said. Good for you, Gendry. Um, <laughs> and so... Um, and then that scene is what transitions them into like her oh, saying, yeah. we're going to die soon. And then her lunging at him, Getting kissing him. And then man. they, her, so they take good. Their, good le- their leather clothes off. And then everybody, uh, uh, the amount of tweets I saw of like people Googling how old Maisie Williams yeah. age. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, because she, to be not fair, to see she boob. looks very, very, she very, very young. young. Yeah. And I, I was the, like, the more I'm kind of upset about this, I'm like, motherfuckers, y'all need to chill the fuck out. We've seen this girl kill so many people, literally kill people, put them in a pie, and then feed them to, to the dad people, of yeah. the people. Yeah. No, but yeah. you know what? You know what the, who gives a fuck she's getting her fuck on? No, no but, but it feels you know like you're reaction. seeing your little sister. Little, it was a little side You're seeing your little sister. Like, little See, the thing for me that I think the reason I had an interesting reaction to it is because we've seen her now for the last seven years or eight years go from being a little girl to this, and it's, like, it's, it's weird. It's, it's, it is weird to see someone that you 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 kind of put in a place in your brain as being like the little sister of the young girl have that sexuality. You're like, well, okay, it's it's a it's she's I don't say a shocking now. moment, but like it was a powerful moment. And then I'm like, oh right, yeah, she's at, in the show at least 18. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like good for you. Go get go get what you want. Get what you want. Get what you want out get of this that life. Gendry DU. Because you know what I'm telling you right this right now, Tim. If we if what? we knew we were dying tomorrow, Daddy would have another sugar free Red Bull for sure. God. I know Please what you're talking stop about. Great analogy. Yeah, Please. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, no, good on her. It was a good the, scene. The weapon, though. Like, what do you think she's going to do? Why does it have to come apart? Because it she needs gonna, to be cool, Kevin. That's why. But, like, is she going to jump off, like, one of the, you know, the side of the castle? Try to and use it like a propeller? No, get on a dragon. Fly a little bit? And hook herself on a dragon, pull off, and then try to kill a dragon? No. I don't think she's no. gonna It's because they need to Doubtful. sell the toy. Is that crazy? Is that crazy? <laughs> it's kind of crazy, Kevin. Whatever, dude. Kind of crazy. don't have any imagination. Let's wait um, till next week. I know. We got blade hands and fucking propeller Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> or Aria. <laughs> propeller Andrea. <laughs> there it's it is. It's nickname, everybody. I just it. picture, I picture blade hands looking. <laughs> blade <laughs> like hand. Blade hands. Well, maybe hands. You never know. <laughs> I picture blade hands looking like, um, 
the uh, the fucking character from Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Meek. Meek. Meek yeah. yeah. I picture him looking like Meek. You know what I mean? I'm gonna <laughs> no, Tony Stark like... vibe in Infinity War. Oh, you know? okay, okay. When he gets like, yeah. sure, 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 sure. I was thinking about like uh, Full Metal Alchemist. That's what I was thinking of. It's a lot know. of good visuals here. You know. I'm, we'll have to see next week. I'm thinking of the Omni tool. Yeah, yeah, right? So moving on to probably the most iconic moment, or certainly the most memed and tweeted about moment from so last good. night's episode. Back to our crew around the fireplace, having oh, a little yeah. bit of alcohol, reminiscing, are we going to die? Are we not going to die? Tyrion saying, I think we might live. Um, and Brienne saying, at least we'll die with honor. And Tormund kind of saying, well, at least we'll die together. And then having this realization that the odds are severely stacked against them. And that while they're all willing to fight, they all probably are going to die uh, the next morning. And that's when Tormund um, kind of has this moment where he says, Sir Brienne, and she says, no, 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 I'm not a knight. And he's like, why, why not? Why aren't you a knight? Obviously, him being a wildling doesn't understand the rules uh, below the wall and doesn't get why a woman can't be a knight, particularly a woman of Brienne's uh, talent and stature. And she's like, it's just not it's not tradition. And saying, like, you know, a king needs to make a knight. And Jamie going, actually, pushes his glasses up. Yeah. Any knight can make another knight, and I'm certainly a knight. And then, but I love the fuck tradition. I yeah. love that line. Yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, dude, so, this whole scene, phenomenal. Yeah, like the the acting in it was so good because, like, when he first says it, she's like, oh, "Okay, yeah, sure." And then he gets up, and you can see it in her face. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh shit, this is gonna He's happen. Gonna fucking do it. Yeah. yeah. And him doing it to her too, which yeah, is so, so great. perfect. And so just what, a, what a testament to the writing and everything that we're still getting like such meaningful character development. Eight seasons in to this show with characters that we've known for a long time, we're still getting like really impactful moments. It's, it's fucking great, man. And like the him reciting the the words, the oath, and the poem that you say tonight, calling back to the the seven gods, right? And listening to the words again going Brienne absolutely embodies everything here probably more so than any of the other knights that we've met throughout the course of this show across all of the episodes and like the big dumb smile she gets on her face after she stands like as Sir Brienne of Tarth is just like it's hit me cool. right in the feels man yeah, yeah. so, cool. so good what? yeah and I love that I love that oath too like I love that it's like it's not it's it's a he's like I charge you with this like this is your fucking duty this is your mm -hmm. duty now yeah. to do all these things and she's like I'm down dude by the way I found what I was talking about here we go this it's called a peta sword and they used it in Willow and this is what it used to look like Andy right sword oh hands. yeah sword hand sword hand sword blade hands. Hand. Blade I hand. think I think it's a great idea Nick I think it's too late though. Pata sword, pata sword. <laughs> All right, so now we're moving into a, a short little scene, but I think also an impactful scene between Jorah and Lyanna Mormont. Oh, my God, um, yes. Because I think it's easy to forget, like, yeah, Jorah is a Mormont. Lyanna is a Mormont. She's clearly now the head of the Mormont family and has been on Bear Island. He was outcast years ago. He's just there to fight for Daenerys, but he reminds her, you know, you're the future of our house if we survive. Um talking about um, how I wish you good fortune, cousin, she says to him. And it's clear there's some kind of tension there. She's obviously still judgmental about why he was cast out from the family. And he's just saying, like, I want, I hope you, the best for you. Essentially, well, like, I want you to survive. But the, the conversation was having is, like, you need to be in the cribs. And she's yeah. like, fuck that. I'm fighting. Yeah. I'm going to fight. 
you can't stop me from fighting. It's like, right. you're like a nine-year-old girl. I love yeah. it. But then this she seems got, like a mistake. But then the scene ends. She's like, yeah, they, they wish each other like goodwill. And she walks back and all of her guys are there. And then she gives them a look like, let's go fuck some shit up. And yeah. they're like, yeah. I love I mean, that just go their in commitment there. to this yeah, character so of like, good. every time you see her, it needs to be cooler than the last. It's like, so let's just keep fucking yeah. She's the coolest character die. in this entire episode. She ain't uh, gonna die. But then the scene transitions into... Samwell approaching Jorah with Heartsbane. So this is the family sword of the Tarleys that he mm. stole when he left Old Town to, to come to Winterfell. Obviously, Longclaw is the Mormont family sword that the Old Lord Commander gave to Jon Snow. Who he, so Jon Snow is wielding that sword now. Mm-hmm. Um, he tried to give it back to Jorah. Jorah said, it's nah, not bro. for me. It's I can't yours. take it. You keep it. But then Samwell says to him, "Like this is what your father meant to me. This is how he helped protect me and showed me and led me to be the man that I am today, I feel would be honored if you took my family sword and fought with it. It's interesting. It's poetic, man. To it's, guard the realms of men is what he says yeah. as he hands it over. It's interesting to see the swords move around because, like, the Stark family sword went to now the Lannisters who broke it up into two swords. Does Jamie have the second half? Do you guys... Does anyone remember the Widow's Bane? So uh, Joffrey had it. Yeah. We don't know where that sword is. Uh, we have to presume it's still in King's Landing with Cersei in the castle. Because mm-hmm. it was it broke into two, right? It was yeah. Widow's Bane and... There was enough, because it was a long O-Keeper. sword. Ned Stark's sword was a Valyrian steel long sword. Yeah. So there was enough steel to make two smaller swords. And that's what Tywin and did. Brienne has. Brienne has, Brienne has Oathkeeper, Oathkeeper cool. yes. But like the pommel on oh, uh, Jamie's sword is really Didn't cool. Didn't they just give it to Bronn? No, that was the crossbow that they used to kill his dad or their dad. Yeah, so they did do a close up on the sword that Grey Worm handed back to Jamie, but I don't know if that was Uh the sword Hmm. that was Joffrey's. A lot of people are saying in chat that that's Joffrey's sword. Okay, that would make sense. Because otherwise, why would you do a close up on the pommel of the sword? But a lot of important people have Valyrian steel. Yeah, right. Really interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. The right and players also, got the tools. I don't, man, like this is a real moment for Sam. Like he doesn't have a, like on hand. He doesn't have the special weapon he needs to like take care of the problem. So it's like, are we gonna? He's got dragon glass. There's on. plenty of dragon yeah, glass. Yeah, I know, now. but I like him not having the Valyrian steel because like again, he is the only person that's killed one of these walkers. But he's not in a an long excellent time. swordsman. You know who is Jorah? A hundred percent. Right? Yeah. So he's but doing the right thing here. I feel like Sam's job is done. He's done yeah. everything he needs to, you know? His watch okay. ended. Mm-hmm. So then we're kind of setting up to the end of the episode here. Um, you know, Sam and jo- uh, Jorah talking to each other saying, like, I hope we win. And Jorah being like, yeah, dude, me too. <laughs> um, and then we're back in front of the fireplace and Tyrion's like, let's have a song. And everyone's kind of like, nah. We don't sing. Nah, dog, no thanks. I'm not going to sing. And, and then, then Podrick, Podrick being way too deep sings there. Jenny's song. And what an amazing moment to kind of hear his voice with absolutely no instrumentation at all. It's yeah. just him, like acapella, and then they cut to all of these different really somber scenes, knowing that the battle is mere hours away um, of all these so people. Cool. I just got chills. Just like in Lord like of the Rings, Sansa great moment. Theon, Theon, you have Arya, Gendry. <laughs> I know Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And, it's, and, it's, um, and it's a really somber moment of remembering like this could be their final moments together and then everybody's dead. <laughs> and then everyone's dead. Um, so let me take one moment here to talk about the significance of Jenny's song. So there is a, a lot of theories going on um, about this. Clearly... Only one line, actually, from the book A Storm of Crows, I believe, and then the in the after 
after the episode aired where the showrunners come on and are like, let's deep dive into the episode, they talk about how they wrote, custom wrote the lyrics for the rest of this song. Um, And so I don't want to go into a whole deep dive here into what the song could potentially mean. Essentially, though, it has to do with the Targaryens and Jenny of Old Stones. And maybe this is a prophecy about Jon Snow coming to fruition. If you guys are interested in that, there's a lot of rabbit holes you can find on the internet to explain the significance of Jenny's song. Jenny from the block. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thanks, Andy. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I want to kind of speed through that is because we have um, another incredible reveal. John and Danny are in the crypt. So Daenerys is down there. He's staring, John Snow staring at the stone marker of Lyanna. And she's like, who's that? And he's oh like, it's Lyanna God. Stark. And then he gives the whole story about who she is. And then she's like, my, she talks about Rhaegar. And she's like, people said my brother was a kind person and that he liked to sing. And I don't understand how he, but they also said that he raped her. And then John's like, no, that's not true. And they got married in secret. They had this baby. And then. Also, those things not like, mutually drops exclusive. Drops the bomb on her, right? Being a bad guy that would rape and stuff and liking to sing in your spare time. It's not like, oh, he yeah. likes to sing. No, but like, he couldn't what, possibly what she, have what done she it. was saying is like, they were saying he was such a, like, had a great character and was such a right. good guy. Those things don't line yeah. up with this action that this one yeah. thing that he was supposed to have done was And terrible. then, like, damn, how deep did we get this moment where he's like, the way he tells the story, too, holy shit. He, like, great acting from Kit Harrington. Yeah, I'm just going to say this, though. You could have saved that for after tomorrow. You're not. That's not Jon Snow, man. Well, he's stupid. Yeah, and he's never been good 100%. at tactics. Because now she's looking at him like, "Fuck, I gotta kill you." Like, there's or a fuck. marry him. Now you're gunning for me. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Now it's like the you see that look in her eye where she's like, "Fuck." Now this is the thing I got to figure out. And what better way to figure this out than maybe someone kills him tomorrow and nobody knows, right? I'm just saying that's a possibility. Not that well, Danny would do that. Possibility. Well, but that's a fun. No, I, I, I would I'm not, not tell that. the queen that I was going to challenge her because she's basically like, didn't she say that? She's like, shit, you have claim to the throne now. She right? says that you, that would make you the last male heir to the Iron Throne. But right. I think before we get to that <clears throat> moment, that damn horn. you can see the conflict on her face. They've been having mm-hmm. this weird, this weird vibe the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Every scene they're in together, John is cold and she's confused. She's like, "What's happening? Why are you turning away from me?" The this first is like scene, our last he night. walked away immediately. Right, right. Yeah. and um, it, it's just there's a distance there, and there she's clearly trying to close that distance and reconcile with him while she goes down to the crib, puts her arm on his shoulder, is there trying to have a connection before they could possibly die the next day. And that's when he drops this crazy bomb on her and she doesn't know what to do. And I think the reason why John had to tell her, because he also needed to get it off his chest to be like, I don't want to go into this crazy battle having this looming over me. And it's probably better that she told him before the battle than afterwards. So it doesn't look like if they survive that he's Mm, just trying to make a claim to the throne. Right. Mm, I agree 100 percent with that. Like that. It was the right time. And also he is an idiot. And like he doesn't think about the right moves. He thinks about what he thinks is the right move you know like what he yeah, should but like, be but that's again, the just echo, thing echoed, to do. that's what his dad did it yeah. wasn't smart it got his head locked off for that and that's but what we know game we know that yeah no John doesn't play the game of thrones yeah. you gotta play the game or else you get punished so maybe he gets punished so yeah he finally says my real <laughs> name is Aegon Targaryen and she struggles and then we get a cutaway because we now hear the horns outside the wall signal that the enemy has arrived with the close-up shot of the hooves of the of the horses of the generals we don't actually see the night king though Mm-mm. important to note we just see a line of his kind of generals. more generals showing up yeah well i mean it's the final well, battle but <laughs> I, I always just thought that there was like three generals no there's 12 
I, I never knew that. I don't know there, why. There's it's just like the, the ring shot we see when they make they're making the baby one. It like pans wide, and you can see that there's like. I guess back to the first season. I guess I guess in certain scenes, certain battles that we see the walkers. It's the Night King, and sometimes you, you only see three see generals. Three of them, yeah. yeah. So when but there was then, all these other ones, like, oh, a lot. fuck. Yeah. A lot of people got but promoted. Is this the final battle? Because if they, if it's not the final battle for them, right? If they kill everyone in the north, they still got to march down yeah. the south and kill everyone at King's Landing. Correct. So. But I don't know. I, I don't also, think, why don't they run? What do you mean? They, They're the, walkers. They don't have energy. The, the wait, why do they or don't? They? Why don't they? Well, don't the, the, the white stamina won't meters, run. exactly. But I think they also aren't in a hurry. Yeah. They're like. We let, don't need to rush. We don't need to rush. Take care of when we everything. get there, we'll get there. Yeah, we don't. Sleep. Yeah, no, I mean everybody. Oh, I mean the whole you army. You mean run to the next? Like, battle? why are they just like walk in well, like to the next? Well, I think this is slowly. a good question though, because we don't really know what the motivations of the army of the dead are. We don't know what the Night King's motivations are. Like, what are they fighting for? Why is it that they just want to decimate all of life? Right? Well, did, well, don't they have a conversation in that? Didn't that? Isn't that what Sam said? Yeah. So this episode finally gave us a little bit more information, where it was uh, Brandon being like. They just want to kill and get rid of humans. They want to wipe humanity yeah. out. Like, and like, they want to wipe them out. That's why I'm going to be their big target because I have I'm the, the memory. memory of all this. Yeah. Oh. Right. I don't know. I, that motivation seems kind seems of weak. It's, it's, it's always weak. been weak. It seems thin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, Game of Thrones has not been about this. This has been a through line that's been that connects everything, but Game of Thrones has been about the politics and the relationships. The yeah. relationships. And that's why I think that like to, the next episode might really be the end of this whole side of, of you never know maybe Jones. the night king though is a lo- another long lost targaryen and we just don't know maybe also <laughs> on, as an aside should i just added uh fucking ghost to the back like they just added yeah, you yeah. Yeah. and yes, you me should. can you add me just back like right to you <laughs> okay i We're thought it would be a fun bladers. exercise if you guys are interested i made I a list of ca- i made a list of characters here about who we think is going to live and who we think is going wow. to die blue blue yeah Oh, sorry. No, Tim's favorite color is red, so make it red. Blue. There it is. I made you blue, dude. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Before we get in, into that bit, uh, I want to read a couple of the Patreon responses yes. uh, that people sent in. Uh, Nerd Cadet says, yes, fuck tradition. Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, Sir Brienne of Tarth. Mm. Oh, we're, we're course, doing, doing the haiku. haiku? Uh, we're not necessarily, but you can. Uh, like, Fighting Wombat writes in, Brienne is a knight. Gendry gives Arya a spear. Wow, Podrick can sing. Sure can. P.S. Yeah. I know I don't have to do haikus, but I'm committed at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Which you, Fighting I, I do Wombat. appreciate. Uh, Jeremy quick. Z writes in and says, Theon wants to redeem himself and guard Bran. Theon's going to die. Brienne's dream came true and she became a knight. She's going to die. Grey Worm has dreams of a peaceful life after war. He's going to die. <laughs> Sam told Jory he would see him after the battle. Jory's going to die. Between this and Avengers, this weekend's likely going to have a lot of death. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. It's going to be rough chuckles. I don't think a lot of people are necessarily going to die in the first half of the uh, battle, but certainly by the second half. Okay, so let's let's run through this. Wait, do you think that this is going to be two episode battle? They've already said it's going to span two episodes. Uh, they? Yes, oh, the showrunners that. announced that ahead of the season. Because oh thought, no! But the next is is the next episode one of the ones that's supposed to be like feature length long? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So they, now. this is the longest Fuck. consecutive battle sequence ever put to so, cinema oh, no. or ever put to film I in cinematic history. So long. next week is cool. an hour twenty two minutes. Then after that's an hour eighteen. Then after that's one twenty. Then after that's one twenty. I have to imagine we're going to get some cutaways to what's happening in King's Landing and what's happening with not. Cersei. I don't think so. You don't I loved... think so? Over the next two episodes? So there's a reason I don't think so. Well, two. Ep- I don't know about the two episode thing. I really like, hope it's that's the not longest the case. battle. That's super long. It doesn't have to be 
what two and hours and 40 minutes like it doesn't need to be that long that's too much well don't forget like this is the whole episode isn't going to be fighting the whole time right we're going to be cutting away to what's happening in the crypts we're going to be sure. cutting away what's happening between bran and the night king um what's happening with the dragons right like so there's there's a lot going on here it's an hour yeah. 22 minutes though so uh nanobiologist writes in and says the director of the next episode in episode five is the same director who did battle of the bastards and hard home uh, this next episode is 82 minutes, so we're in for a treat. But so that's if he's doing the next episode and episode five, three and five, three and five. Okay, that does throw that yeah. off then because he's the battle guy, mm-hmm. right? Like he's so, so far done the big battle. A lot of people in chat are also saying that uh, this battle is what they've said and what they're gathering is it's only one episode. That, that um, would make more sense. Th- that would make more sense because I don't think making us I'll wait pull, a week like I'll that's pull some the entertainment weekly article that I got TV that from. stuff, cool. you know. Um, I mean, that's what that's what they're gonna do. If you think it's bullshit TV stuff, look what fucking Infinity War did. That's the most biggest cliffhanger hey, ever. Hey, it's true. Hey, it's true. No, Infinity right. War like ends. Four hours. making <laughs> you wait a single week is not making you wait a whole year. Okay, so let's. They made us wait two years for the show to come back. Let's um, let's go on this exercise, and then I'll find the 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 article. Uh, unless someone in chat wants to help me with that. All right, so I'm gonna run through these characters. All you need to say, and you don't need to give too much explanation because there's a lot of characters you gotta get through. Mm-hmm. Just say lives or dies. Okay. Cool. All right. First, Nick, Daenerys. Lives. I also think she lives. Kevin? Lives. Andy? Lives. Lives. You want to just do L or, and D? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grey Worm? Dies. Dies. Oh, sorry. Dies. Kevin? Dies. Andy? I'm going to say lives. Okay. Why are you gotta be I think Missandei will die. Okay. <gasps> Missandei? Yeah. I think she lives. Okay. I think she dies. Kevin? I think she lives. Dies. I really think it can go either way and it doesn't matter. I'm going to say lives. Okay. Jorah. Which one's... Oh, uh, Jorah Mormont. Oh, I think he dies. Dies. Yeah. I think he dies, too. Kevin? I think he lives. Andy? Fuck. Dies. <laughs> Tim? This is tough. Dies. I like this. <laughs> uh, Sir Davos. Uh, I think he lives. Because I think he lives through everything. And I love him. And I also... He's also... No when I go bald, I want to look like him. <laughs> I think there's no reason for him to die. He's not a good warrior. I, I know, but it's like... I feel like his character and everything that we've yeah. seen... It's like he's... He is one of the good ones, just purely, mm-hmm. and it's just like it. And him dying isn't going to be like oh, some poetic like no. Yeah. It's just like he deserves. to Jorah dying would be very like very a very interesting moment. I think Davos dying, you're like oh, it's lives. Awesome. I'll say Davos lives. Okay, Davos lives. So I'm the only one who thinks he dies. Tyrion. I think he lives. Nick. Definitely. Lives. Tyrion has to live. Lives. I still got my money on Tyrion for taking it all, for going all the way and taking the championship at the end. You know. <laughs> you think he takes the iron throne? Why are you winking at us? Like it doesn't make. <laughs> Jamie, do you think he lives or dies? Lives. I think he lives. Okay. I also, also think... he's my second. I think I think there could be a possibility that he just ends up taking the championship Actually, as well. I'm gonna go. I think he dies. I'll say lives. Kevin, I think he lives. I think we're gonna get a more poignant end with him and I think Cersei. he kills Cersei. I think he lives too. And like this is the thing is like with this, we have three episodes after this, so it's mm-hmm. like there needs to be some characters. Jamie has to kill Cersei. That's I'm yeah. That's a good point. He's gotta, he's to gotta be I the think, queen. Slayer. I think Cersei's gonna kill Jamie and herself at the same time. Oh. Do you think she just goes boom and then takes herself over the cliff? Maybe no. oh, she tries to fuck Landing. That's the theory is that she's putting wildfire underneath all of King's Landing. Oh, it's already there. Yeah. Yeah. So when the army of the dead comes, she blows the whole city to hell. That's the that's the theory. And then so Cersei 
she obviously we know she lives through the battle yeah, of Winterfell because she's not mm-hmm. there. Um, Jon Snow. Ooh, see, I think I he know. dies. I think it's a 50 50. Like, because I think that it depends on how they want to take the rest of the show. He either lives and like he is the main character and whatever, or fucking Daenerys kills him. And I want that to happen because no. what does that leave us no for the way. rest of the show? I'm going to go with he lives. Kevin? I, I think he lives. I'm could getting, he wait, real quick? Could he die and then the red woman comes out of nowhere? Nah. Fucking no. He specifically Boo. said he told her, yeah, "Don't not bring, to bring me back in. again." But she doesn't listen. She, does she said the she red. Wants. That would be lame. She said that God does whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, that's exactly. It's not your call. Uh, fuck. It, just thinking about this breaks my heart. Okay. But I, I, I gotta say he lives, but I'm still like really. It hurts my heart to even think of that possibility. Yeah, see, I yeah. think he dies because I think it's I think it's just mirrored in what happened to Ned. I think he's his his principles and his honor are what killed him. I think Tim? I. I Oh, sorry. I'm going. Yeah. I, I'm gonna. I do think it's fifty-fifty with him, but I'm gonna say Dykes. I think that's more interesting. Okay. I have a specific uh, theory about this. I think uh, in the battle at some point next episode, uh, Danny has the opportunity to save John from like a bunch of White Walkers or something, and chooses not to. And someone else sees that John lives, and Sansa sees it, and then Sansa goes, sees it, and then Danny. Sansa at either at the end of episode three or at the beginning of episode four, Sansa kills Danny. And that's my theory. Damn, if that Sansa be... kills Danny, or I'm Sansa. Lose my or, shit or there's like way. another altercation between Danny and John, and one of the dragons defends John. Ooh. Ooh, that, that would be cool. That would be intense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right. There's so many it. different ways, man. I'm just here for the. I want Danny John beef. I think that the show needs it. A little bit of conflict. I'm yeah. Still, they have no chemistry. So Eddie. yeah, it does need it. Stop. You guys are awful. So he's Which the he's the Night's Watch. The guy mm. left from the Night's Watch. Oh, he's Watch. dead as fuck. Dead. Yeah, absolutely. Dies. I think he's dead as fuck. I think he dies too. Yeah, I'll say he dies. Are they really just killing everyone? Like, yeah, yeah is that what we're dies. getting? Oh yeah. Holy you think he dies shit. Too? Yeah, yes. we're gonna have a Tim? lot of great moments of death. I mean, sure. Yeah, more <laughs> likely than not, right? Samwell. I lives. think he lives. <sighs> So the biggest thing for me, Samuel Living, is that like the theories that he is writing the bo- the a song of go- of whatever. A song of Ice Fire. Fire. Yeah, I think he lives. Sam too. lives. Sam I'm lives through the whole I'm thing. I'm gonna put die. Okay. I'm gonna put die. Andy. I'll say lives. Tim. I, I think Sam makes it all the way. Okay. People in the chat are really like Gilly. <laughs> Gilly, I think lives. Gilly yeah, lives. Gilly lives. Gilly lives. She's reminds me of Davos, where I'm like. You're too hard. You're no to kill her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no point in killing her. I can see her saving people down in the in the crypt, like killing a white. I'm gonna go with dies, and Samwell has to raise a little Sam on his own. Oh, oh I'm gonna go with dies. Oh. Kevin. Um, Gilly, does she? Yeah, she lives. Lives. Do you all think she lives? I'm giving her the live. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, torment. No, which one's torment? Oh, torment. Uh, what do you mean? You gotta stop saying that. It's pissing off Paula. I apologize. <laughs> I think Torment dies, but I think his death is fucking epic. All right, I, I think have, it's epic. I have. I think he dies and saves Brienne. Yeah. I think he Ooh. like sacrifices him, his, his yeah. life, and it's fucking awesome and epic. And Brienne is like, oh shit, that sucks. Too bad I kind of <laughs> secretly love yeah. Jamie. I, I think he dies too, but I think he dies sacrificing himself to save John. I see him going down the way Sean Bean dies in Lord of the Rings, where it's just like. Fucking so getting yeah. fucked up, but yeah, he's still dude. fucking people up. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't think that he the can sacrifice himself. The way one goes down in the Battle of the Bastards. Yes, mm-hmm. he can't sacrifice himself for Brienne because that undermines her character. Right. Yeah. So I feel like they need I, to have I, yeah, her but be she a sa- Everyone sacrifices themselves for everything. She sacrifices herself for him. This is why no, I think he sacrifices himself for John. I feel like that would be a more significant moment because they've had this kinship, this brotherhood since his days when he was in the army of the Wildlings, right? In caves. Yeah. I say, I uh, think Jamie we love Torment too much for him not to die. 
I'd say he lives. Okay. Tim? I'm going to say dies. Damn it, Tim. This is a dark episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it dies. No, it dies. Oh, it dies. dies. Uh, Barrick Dundarian. Oh, dead for sure. Yeah, yeah. dead. Dundarian. He's, He's the, the one who's died a million iPad. times with Nick, iPads. Nick, also, do you watch the show? <laughs> they're all the same names. No, they're not. Barrick Dundarian is a very unique name. Tormund <laughs> Barrick Dundarian. The they're all the same fucking shit. Joran, Jorash, Jordash, no, well, Bran, Bron, Brand. They make a specific note that Thoros, the... The, the guy who... The, the disciple, the, head. the kind of warlock of the Lord of Light that has brought him back is now gone. Dead. Um, and so he has and nobody left to revive him. Oh, he's dead as Disco then. Yeah. He's so dead. I'm going. I'm going with dead too. Is everyone thinking? Yeah, he dies. Yeah, yes. It's Barrack's time. Is he gonna be cool? I don't know. He's come back so. enough. The Hound. I think he lives. <sighs> lives. I think the Hound he lives, lives through yeah. everything. Yeah. He's got the mountain to fucking. I take think on the. Still. Oh, you're fucking right. Yeah. yeah. We need. We need to get that. Also, like, how did he fucking? Yeah. How did they baby. fix his fucking thigh broken and Dude, half, man, like, how the hell did that happen? Know, they, like the, the they found him and they fixed it and he's all good Jesus. now. It <laughs> was rotting. Do but we he's all fine. think the hound lives? You don't think? Uh, yes. You don't think they're gonna put Brienne against the mountain? No, because she beat the hound. Maybe. Uh, yeah, no, but they've been building up. It's gonna be the hound against the mountain. He's gonna start losing. Arya's gonna come in and save the day. Or maybe the hound dies defending Brienne. Or maybe the hound dies in a, this. Which would be a twist. Defending Arya. Because she's going out into the battle as well. The hound has to face mountain. Arya knows what yeah. she's doing. Yeah. The hound and the mountain need to have uh, their the hound lives. Yeah. Next. Arya. I think she lives. Lives. She's a survivor. Yeah, I think she. And she does. has a plan. So there's something going on with and the spear that she understands. I, I think. Like, I think. She, you know. She, I think she I think kills she the Night King. Sansa. That's. I think that that's a safe assumption. I think that's a real. Safe. I think. I, I don't think she's involved in the battle either. I think she's sneaking I think she around. Dies. I think she's sneak. Which one? Really? Sansa. Sansa's living. I kind of hope she does. She lives. Oh, I think Sansa her lives. And her character arc is played out, man. Did, she needs to go. I agree with you, but the, the problem is we have so few characters now, and if we're about to kill off even more now, there needs to be some characters be left. Beef. There needs to be tension for three episodes yeah. Of, yeah. of things, and Sansa has so much power. She's a big player. Yeah, I, think she lives. I don't. I don't okay. think she can die this early. I think she lives. She's Lady Winterfell. Lives. Put so a big, put I'm, a big the, L. I'm the only one who thinks she dies. Yeah. Okay. You see where you're uh, Theon definitely dies. Dead, dead, dead for dead sure. Disco. Dead as like We never saving. know, but I, does everybody think yeah. Theon dies? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, dead. I think he does. Saving too. Brand. I think Bran Bran. lives. I think Bran does Bran survive? No. He's already died. He's kind of got to survive. I think he lives because I don't think they're going to kill the. I don't think this is. I don't think they're going to kill the Night King. Really? Yes. I don't think. They, I, I think something's going to happen, and there's going to be more. I think you, to the story because I, I think he's going to he's going to go to King's Landing. I'd be real surprised. I think I, it, I feel like they need to like just finish the stuff to, to end get the story. to the people. Yep. If Br- if Bran lives or if Theon dies, then I think Bran lives. I don't right. think both of them die. Right. So I, I'll say Bran lives. I say lives. I mean, technically, I'm assuming you we're all right and wrong because Bran's already dead. That's how I started this book. Bran, does she survive the battle? She definitely lives. I think she lives. Give me a night I'll say dies. It's gonna be heartbreaking, like, but I—that's the kind of real dies, emotional moment that we would need, right? I'm <sighs> saying dies. Jeez. No, Fuck. You know what? I think she dies in this too. Can you change my answer to dies? Mm-hmm, I can. Damn. I, I said lives. You did. Yeah. Damn. I think she dies. Man. This is gonna be yeah. insane. My heart's breaking already. <laughs> wow. Well, actually, no. I'm gonna go with I think she lives because I think uh, Gendry is next on the list. I think he dies for sure. I think Gendry he dies. No. Because yeah. we don't care about <laughs> the, we don't <laughs> care about so the Baratheons hard. anymore. Yeah, but I like I I feel like there's Gendry lives. If Gendry, he's a Baratheon. yeah, Gendry lives and then lives with uh, you know is with 
what's her face? Aria. Aria. Endgame, like baby. that is like that's what we want. Yeah. And like this is a lot of this is them giving us. I think Gendry lives. I think Brian lives. I think Brian lives. I'm changing it back to lives. You're changing it back to lives because I want her and Jamie to have like another moment. So you guys all think Gendry lives? Yes. I think he dies. I think Gendry dies. I think he dies too. I think he dies, Podrick but I think, on the other hand. I think he dies, but I think that Arya is pregnant. <laughs> what? And, the, and then they have a Stark brass. The seed is baby. strong, guys. The seed is strong. Podrick. I feel Fucking, like Podrick dies. Actually, for sure. I think Podrick dies, right? and I think that's going to be Podrick one of the hard ones. Dead as doornails, and I think Brienne's going to see him die. Yeah, Podrick like, dies, but his dick lives. His dick goes on and kills <laughs> yeah. two more soldiers before it dies. What do you think, Kevin? I think he's going to. Uh, Die. I think he's gonna die. Damn, I didn't even think about the fact that like some of these dead people can then come back and fight. Yeah. Fight for the Night King. Yeah. Uh-huh. Podrick, for you too. I'm gonna go lives. Okay. Andy. I say he dies. Okay. Liana Mormont. I want her to live. If she I dies, I think her. I'll turn it off and I'm done. I know? say she lives. She's one of the best characters. I don't think the show can her. kill somebody that young that Bullshit. that's important. The show can do anything. Dude, they just let a child on yeah, fire Ned, in the last episode. Umber, yeah, but, she, but, it's Ned, <laughs> but it's Ned Umber versus a girl who's well, like a, Shireen, a yeah, huge dude. fan favorite. Yeah, man. Shireen, dude. Shireen was beloved uh, by me. She had it coming, man. You're making a lot of sense. She did. She talked a lot of shit. I think she dies. Uh, Kevin? Um, I think that she lives, and I think okay. that she's the one that defends the uh, entrance to the, the cave. The, the crypt? Yeah, the crypt. That's a good call. That'd because be really I think all the characters cool. that died mm-hmm. in the prior seasons, those are all George R.R. R. Martin. Now the blood is on D.B. Weiss and fucking yeah. Benioff's hands, and they're yeah. like, we don't want to kill this young girl. Yeah. So yeah. I say that she lives. Yeah. That's an interesting Damn. perspective. But they also, Tim? he he know they know the ending of what yeah. Martin wants to do. But so. I, I guarantee you, Liana start, or Liana, um, Mormont. Mormont was not, in, not the, in, the, in those notes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, I, I think she lives, but okay. but not Dude. because of that. I, I just think that yeah. she lives. If she defends the the crypts, then she is still defending like the future mm-hmm. of all of the North. Yeah. That'd be cool. She's I awesome. Just, like, She's a great character. I think back to another epic battle that I loved that also lost a lot of amazing characters and the, the Battle of Hogwarts in the final book of the <sighs> Deathly Hallows and how many people died. Like, and I was like... It, I remember reading that it's and having really these like visceral real, reactions yeah. to like another one was dead, another one is dead, and I was like, everybody's fucking dying. It's like Infinity War. Oh um, my gosh, yeah, it's gonna be bad. Uh, Lady Karstark. So this is the, the young, Karstark. the young girl. So she, the, the reason I brought put her on this list is because they featured her prominently in the council scene around the table, Lady which Karstark. means that Daenerys or Sansa is bringing her in as one of the lords of the north or ladies of the north. The, the Karstarks so, are a big name, and that's yeah. why we've heard them so much. I don't think she'd be <laughs> shit. Yeah. What? Are you Googling? Tim, yeah. Tim Googles lady and the first thing that pops up is Gaga. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I don't, don't think she should be on this list. I don't think she matters. I it's think fine. she lives. Whatever. Yeah, I think oh. she lives probably. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she, no one Although, no, no one cares. Total non sequitur. Just Googling uh, all of the Game of Thrones characters. You guys think she lives? Yes. Yeah. Karis uh, uh, Van Hooten, care. the Red Woman, dating Guy Pierce. Okay. Power couple. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, I watched that. I followed her on Instagram. She's. Uh, I have Varys. such a crush on her. Varys dies. Oh, fuck. Varys I think lives. Varys dies. Varys, Varys lives. Varys, Varys is a survivor. He's in the back of the crypt finding yeah. the exit. Let's put it yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, His no. little birds are finding him a new place to go exit <laughs> to go leave. So, but to. you say you think he dies. I think he dies. Okay. Uh, now, now Braun, we don't know if he's actually going to show up for He'll the battle. Up. He's or not. showing up. He's showing the fuck up. He's showing up. So? He's showing he up and he's to. living. So we know he's on his way there. Cersei has given him the the crossbow, and she's like, "Go murder him." I think yeah, Braun gets that. there just in time, and I think he's he gonna save. I think he saves he fight, Jamie's life with fight, the crossbow. Yeah, I think he fights with Jamie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Braun lives. Lives. 
Braun's awesome. Braun is I just want that side story. What if Braun, we'd never see Braun again and he already left? He's gone. He was like, <laughs> fuck this. I fuck know it's not going to go well. See you guys later. I'm going to that place with the beach with the butterflies that are dangerous. That's where I'm going. <laughs> um, the, so a couple other characters I haven't really put on here that I'm not sure if it's necessary to add is um, the the... Um, the Blood Riders of the yeah, they don't matter. Kalasar, do we care about the Dothraki and nah, where nah. what the kind oh, of thing? Of you're gonna die. Red coats, you're done. Yeah. What about Although they the have three, the horses the three and you got to see dragons. No, I was talking about ghost. Oh, oh. that's a good one. Ghost is gonna die. Ghost and that's is the last wolf alive. Technically, Nymeria is still alive. Yeah, she's not technically. She's definitely still alive and yeah. chilling. Well, I mean, we don't know that for sure. The last we saw her, she was in the woods, but like we don't know what's happened to her since then. We she's got a she's just living her free life. Yeah, we presume yeah. that she's alive. Yeah. yeah. Do we think Nymeria shows up in this scene? Ooh. There's a possibility. I think there's a 50% chance. Budget-wise, I don't think so. I think that we get Ghost dying. I think this is the budget episode, though. Like this uh, the, the high budget episode. Yeah, but you have to remember they've got a fuck ton. Of, like they're gonna have two dragons going against a, a ice dragon. Like that's gonna like that'll be a big chunk of it. Mm-hmm. And like that's where the budget's going. I think we're gonna get just a little bit of ghost and just enough to for him to die and be like, well, cool he was never really a Stark. So you know, John, John was never a Stark. So lives or dies, ghost. Ghost dead in my the yellow. I'll say dies as well. I Can't. just don't know. I'll say lives just to keep it interesting. I'll say yeah. lives. I say if Jon Snow dies, he dies. I think he dies too. Um, and let's talk about. I think I spelled the third dragon's name wrong. Let's talk about the three dragons. Okay. Oh shit. Viserion. Viserion. Drogon and Bobo. Rhaegar. Rhaegon. Rhaegon. Rhaegar is the duty Bobo. So and so right now Viserion is the. Is the undead dragon that gets taken down? Dies. Dragon dies by Arya. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I think. think I think the only dragon. There's only be one dragon left, and it's going to be like one of the. I think Drogon survives. I think Jamie gets in that catapult as Blade Hand and they fucking <laughs> shoot him towards the dragon. Yes, and he just he just misses it. Does anybody think that Viserion is dead for sure? Yes, dead for yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he dies in this episode. God, if he doesn't, and like the Night King still survives, and they're all going to King's Landing, this is the craziest <laughs> show ever. Do we think Drogon Bra- lives or dies? I th- so I Drogon think is the Daenerys, big guy. Is. Yeah. the black one. Mm-hmm. I think he lives. Okay, Tim. Now, I think he lives. Kevin, I think he lives, but is he a girl dragon or a boy dragon? Is he Pregos? What? what? Dragon eggs. Yeah, Look, dragon eggs. Because there's a lot of um, when dragon people or people bind with their dragons, the people they fall in love with, their dragons also fall in love. So did the dragons get it on in the last episode? Mm, so, maybe. And now we're going to get some little dragon babies? That'd be hot. What's up? Drogon, do you think he lives or dies? Uh, I'll say, sure, lives. Uh, Neuroman27 okay. in the chat asked another question, though. Do you think Bran wargs into a dragon? Mm. Nah. Actually, not he said guaranteed that's going to happen. Not if John is riding Rhaegon, right? Like, but John, for the most part, like he's never fought. Like He's always on land. I can't imagine him being like, I'm going to go up there. Like I he's don't feel like he's going to. dragon. 100%. I think he's gonna get on it, but I don't think he's gonna stay on it. No, I don't think. He'll I think stay there's on gonna be an, a coordinated attack where they're maybe yeah. going against the ice dragon, hit it from both sides, and then he drops to the ground and he's running around, mm-hmm. and that's when uh, Brandon, Brandon can jump in and, and warg him. In. I think it's definitely a possibility. Do we think Rhaegon survives this fight? Skin change, not warg. 
Actually, I changed my mind. I think Rhaegon dies, and I think... No, I think Rhaegon lives and Drogon dies. Just because he's, like, the main one. I think that's going to be, like, I don't know the, the heartbreaker. See, what, what could be really interesting is if uh, Daenerys does kill Jon, and then her dragon dies, and then there's the beef between his dragon and her. Uh, I got yeah. some uh, comments in the chat saying it's Rhaegal. Yeah. Rhaegal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought Rhaegal. It's a dumb name regardless. Remember? Hey, Bobo. Hey, Bobo. Hey, Bobo. I say we start lives calling him Bobo. Lives or dies? Uh, lives. I don't know. I don't know the difference between the dragons. I'm not oh my that gosh, deep you. in this. Oh, like, Rhaegal and Bobo. Fucking nerds. There's one. I'm going to say he dies. There's I think one Rogan, I think Drogon lives. Uh, lives or dies? Uh, I think he lives. Okay. Which Tim? one's the ice dragon? Viserion. I'm going to say they both live. Okay. We said that like two minutes ago, Nick. How are you missing these? These aren't normal names, Kevin. It's not like you're like, what about Kevin? What about Dan? Viserion, Rigel, Riser, Rhydon, Blah. Whatever. You just have to you listen, just said though. <laughs> There's brand. 50 fucking names on this list, dude. And, and by the way, haven't seen these dragons all episode. <laughs> we see them once every like three episodes. I don't fucking know oh their names of dragons. The Who cares? <laughs> are there any other major characters? Why are there no characters I care about? <laughs> Thor, Captain America, Hulk. Easy to say names that I grew up with. <laughs> comments are gonna love you. Are there any other major <laughs> characters Fuck you comments that I'm forgetting? No, I think that's it. Right, like that's that's the the cast that we're left with now. I mean, these are people who we know are going to be in the, in battle, the battle, or at least fell, related right? to the battle a bit. So, like, we've left out people who are in King's Landing, like the mountain, right, right, right. Like mountain, Kyburn, right. and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> right, Cersei. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and then uh, you're on. Uron? You're right. You're, you're on. on, right? And the God, and, and Tommen's dead Iron body, who's going to get reanimated into a zombie? So, um, Sir Pounce, dude, coming back. <laughs> okay, well, we have a good list here. Love um, it. This is going to be very exciting, and I, for one, can't wait until next Sunday night. Sunday night, man. This is about to be a week for us. Endgame and I then know. the Battle of Winterfell. The good thing is, in like a day and a half, we're going to forget all about Game of Thrones and we're going to be like, man, Avengers right around the corner. Can't wait. And then after that, it's done it's for Game of Thrones. Oh, oh. I guess the one thing I didn't mention, sorry to cut you off, was like, do we want to speculate on if the Night King will die in this episode or not? Oh, that's a great one. I think you should add that in the Night King. Mm. I think the Night King dies. Me too. Yellow. Nick? I don't. I don't think he dies in this one. Yeah, I think he lives. I think, I think, I think he he's lives. got more to do because I think he's going to march on King's Landing at some point. Do you think he's going to die? I or think live? he lives. I think he dies. If he lives, he has to win the battle for Winterfell because he can just keep reanimating yeah. corpses. Well, so. I think that's what it means. If he wins, that means he wins. If he lives, that means he wins. But Actually, I'm going to go dies. I really want him to die. Yeah. I, I have again, to believe. Game of Thrones. I have to believe. Game of Thrones has not been like about this. This has just been a story that's connecting everything mm-hmm. together and I think I'm we'll get a, to a back to much more interesting end of the season if he dies and the, the fight's over, then it's about the, the last yep. group of people we uh-huh. have left. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been kind of funny. Game of Thrones in review for episode two. Um, enjoy your week. Have a good time. You know, say say you love your loved ones because and, and you don't know how long we have left. And, and subscribe. But more importantly, subscribe. And ring the bell. Oh, yeah. That's more yeah, important. Hit the bell. Stuff. Hit that little bell. Until next time. I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs>